Live from the heartland and the crossroads of America, it's Tony Katz today. So if it's a $1.9 trillion deal that Joe Biden wants to get through, and he's willing to come down a little bit on the $1.9 trillion, which is basically equivalent to your local car dealer throwing in the clear coat, does that change where the payoffs go? Does that change where the gimmies go? And when deals like this get passed, nothing is passed yet, but when things like this get passed with such speed, and you realize that your representative didn't read anything, which makes you wonder why you have a representative to begin with. You realize that taxation without representation is the same as if you're not allowed to vote for somebody or if you vote for someone and they don't read. I mean, at least get the audiobook version. Now, if every bill was an audiobook version, that would be something else. Well, you realize how many things just go into the ether, just disappear. Dollars that we don't even begin to understand and can't really find the cause for. Part of our problem is that we approach these things logically. We approach these things in a way that makes us ask, does this make sense? And we are responded to with one of the most horrible Ridiculous statements ever. Don't you care? Or sometimes better said, what about the children? Tony Katz, Tony Katz today. 833 got Tony. 833-468-8669. Full disclosure, I'm a fan of Congressman Jim Banks of the Indiana 3rd, and he's one of the people leading the charge about, do we all know what's inside Biden's $1.9 trillion coronavirus relief bill? He now um, runs the Republican Study Committee, right? Leadership is his future for the House for as long as he wants to stay. And it's this three-page memo. And it discusses, quote, all the left-wing items Democrats are hoping the public won't find out about. The importance of this is not to say we shouldn't help small business. And it's where I will caution and... and uh, help Republicans through. Now, they should know this, but sometimes they can run away with an idea, and I just want to make sure we're all on the same page. I favor things that help small businesses that have been wholly destroyed because of coronavirus, which, by the way, the cases are going down exponentially everywhere. All praise Joe Biden. Am I right? Uh, Wait, hold on. This just in. It it wasn't Joe Biden. It It was. It was. The vaccines were already going out. Okay, so, all right. Thank you. Thank, appreciate that. Turns out it wasn't Joe Biden. That was just in. We should be in favor of things that make it easier for them. So, for example, I am fine with Paycheck Protection Program. I am fine with the Paycheck Protection Program. I want these small businesses. Bars and restaurants, I mean, that's, that's an affinity for me, right? Scar lounges, that's, that's where I live and breathe. I want them to be able to survive. I don't think any of them ever figured it would take this long. And we're starting to come into this. It's weird. It's just like this new wave of closings 
while some people who have closed are opening up new places, which I love, man, that's resilience, it's toughness, it's awesome. So if you want to talk about uh, maintaining the Paycheck Protection Program and ensuring that these people can can get people paid, take care of, of the issues that were forced upon them, I'm all in. This is not me in favor of spending. This is me recognizing that we did this, so we must now do. If you say to me, Tony, some states didn't close. So the states that closed tell those business owners to leave. That's a real good argument. The problem is, is that how do I get that business owner to leave when their business got destroyed through no fault of their own? And that's when you and I sit down and have ourselves a bourbon because there is no good answer for that one. You're not wrong. They were in states, the states totally screwed them over. Why are we having the federal government engage in what could only be described as a bailout? Why are we playing this game? And the answer is, business didn't do anything wrong. That business got destroyed, and if we don't, as I see it, at least find a way, even if it's a payback situation, right, all those kinds of things, what have, what have we really done? There's a moment for spending, there's a moment not for spending. If you tell someone they're not allowed to open, you, they have a, a real good reason to say, well, then you got to write the check. Now, you'll notice that I never say this about uh, the states or, or cities. You're on your own. I am not paying for the pension liabilities of Illinois. And to everybody outside of Cook County in Illinois, what are you doing? What are you doing? Either give Cook County to Wisconsin or Canada or get out while you can. Because they Cook County is where Chicago is, just in case anybody. They, they, they've proven they hate you. They've proven they don't care about you. Stop. Stop allowing them to control your life this way. Now, I do not favor another stimulus payment. I understand how people discuss it electorally. And Oh, did you hear Trump was going to CPAC? Donald Trump is going to the Conservative Political Action Conference, which we will be at. We're broadcasting Thursday and Friday, and we'll be recording all day Saturday, all sorts of interviews. Now, he's showing up on Sunday. I'm already gone. So the, the whole conversation of, like, like, where's the party and how do they see the future? And is it the party of Trump? Well, this just took a really interesting turn because he's going to speak. And you know, you know he's going to mention stolen election. You know that's coming up. That's coming up. He's got the strength not to do it? Oh, we'll get into it. We'll get into the to the to the whole. I, mean, I could just do it right now. I have no idea, no clue how this is going to play. There's this there's this bit of polling that's out, and I, I I have given up on all polls. I've just given up. The polling said that uh, in terms of Republicans, forty twenty seven percent would stay with the Republican Party. 27% totally unsure where they would go. I think it's 47%, give or take in there, would uh, be part of a Trump party. And that is an issue. An issue. Because you're talking about the full-on destruction of the Republican Party in that case, if that's indeed true. 
One of the reasons we're going down, the reason we said we're going down, is to be able to find out. Right? When, when, when I hear CNN or, or, or MSNBC talk about the, uh, oh, the infighting in the Republican Party. <laughs> what does Chris Hayes know about anything? What does Chuck Todd know? It, 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 to hear something from some, some politico in D.C. is inconsequential. Take, take Lincoln, Nebraska. Take the Nebraska GOP as, as a whole wants to censure uh, Ben Sass, right? The senator. Is that infighting? Is, is that considered infighting? Because Senator Sass, he not only voted to say that we should have a trial, but he voted to convict Donald Trump. Now, he was wrong on having the trial. He was correct. I believe that you actually had to have it. Uh, and and then on the conviction, of course he was wrong. I, I, oh, God. I, I would tell him gladly, with, without any anger, just like this. Of course, of course he was wrong. To not like something Donald Trump did, to think that he's he, he caused an issue somewhere else, to think he should have done more in this place or that place, I'm on the ladder. I think he should have done more once uh, the riot was happening. A lot more. I have said so clearly incitement with with all due respect to the senator not only are you not close it's it's pretty clear you are more angry than thoughtful it's it's very obvious i i I would say it's obvious to nebraska and it's certainly obvious to the rest of the country that this was this was not a serious vote this was a vote of anger this was not a vote of, of of competence meaning your competence sir on on this one on this one, I have found, though, in a lot of policy-wise things, I find myself in, in a fine place with, with, with Ben Sass. So, using him as the example, is the party in disarray? It, are, are, are they fighting? Right? Is there this, this, this party infighting? Because part of the, part of the problem when, when we talk about fighting is I have absolutely no idea what this means. I don't know who is fighting nor whom they are fighting, nor for what they are fighting. All I know is that I'm told that they're fighting. But I don't know exactly how true that is. So when I get down there, I'll be gone. I'm traveling on Wednesday. Am I going to find that there's this party that is very happy to say, we're done with all Republicans? Right, we're 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 done with with with, with all Republicans. It's now uh, the Patriot Party, and that's where we're voting, running our own candidates, etc. Is that where people are really, really at? Are the Never Trumpers still doing that Never Trumper hustle? It's a hustle. Stop. Never Trump is a hustle of pseudo intellectualism. Some people did it for the money. Some people did it to show, look what an intellectual I am. I'm really connected to conservatism. Joe Biden's in office. Are you less of a conservative? Then what was the argument of never Trump? If he's in office, you're less of a conservative. What a ridiculous statement from ridiculous people who just want to be loved. Agree with this, disagree with that, as you do with most human beings, including your wife, including your spouse, including your children, and then move on with your day. 
Never Trump. There, there's nothing more pathetic, more embarrassing, more wholly sad than those people who engage in the Never Trump movement. Now, those are people I have discounted, right? They're allowed to live their lives, but I, you, you can't, you can't, you're not in my life. Don't get to work with me. You don't get to be a part of, part of things that we're doing and growing and building over here. So we'll see if the Republican Party is, is uh, really fractured. But I think Congressman Jim Banks is absolutely right to say, hey, do you really know what's in this, this bill? Do you, or, do you know what's in this $1.9 trillion? You should know what's in this $1.9 trillion. And if he wants to let us know, it's great. I look forward on sharing that the rest of this week. I'm Tony Katz.